Get ready for the smartest bundle in streaming. Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring Curiosity Stream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows. Psalm TV and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories. And so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure. Get six streaming services for one low price. And less than $6 a month, it's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at smartbundle.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's show. My name is Tai Bartolanio, and I'm the radio host and host assistant for the New Heights Show on Education and the New Heights Educational Group. Like always, I would like to remind everybody that this show is pre-recorded on Fridays and focuses on youth and issues affecting them. Today, I'll be exploring a sensitive issue, which is parenting and parental pressure. According to the United States National Library of Medicine, parenting is described as playing the role of a parent by providing care, nurturing, and safety of a child by a natural or substitute parent. A parent is seen as someone that offers guidance to the child by exercising authority and reacting to the child's needs in a clear, empathic, and effective manner. The focus on child rearing is on the act of training or bringing up the child, as well as the relationship between the parents and the child. While parenting emphasizes the parents' role and attributes of exemplary conduct. So what are some of the essence of good parenting? Parenting should be done in a way that takes into account the age and level of development of the child. That is, there is a match between children's developmental age and aspirations, discipline, and resilience-building strategies. The aim of good parenting is to expose children to different learning environments, which will help the child discover their gifts and talents, as well as enable them to mix with people from other nationalities, age, race, and be able to tribe in any environment they find themselves. Good parenting instills in children a development mentality rather than a mindset that believes a child's intellect is fixed. Parenting that fosters a growth mentality focuses on initiatives and plan rather than merely understanding and improving natural abilities. 
Encouragement takes precedence over recognition. Outcomes take precedence over punishment. And cooperation takes precedence over obedience in good parenting. This means that parenting is appropriate for the time we live in. However, some kids might be under too much pressure. Adults have also expressed concerns that kids today can't be kids anymore because they are pressured and expected to constantly perform very well, maybe getting into the most prestigious schools or getting the best scholarship. Parents have seen to have different opinions and approaches to encouraging their kids. While high expectations can be healthy, placing constant pressure on children can be harmful. There are numerous types of parenting methods, but on this show, I'll be highlighting four of them. Parenting methods need to be all-encompassing, not too tough and not too soft. And one of such parenting methods is being an authoritative parent. If you are an authoritative parent, you have high but fair standards for your child and recognize that no one is perfect, even including you yourself, the parent. You've already read a lot of child development articles or books and want the best for your child. You are someone that has a bedtime routine, order, naps, planned events, and fixed feeding period. And you are a rule follower, someone who follows through with your commitments. You are also a nurturing, loving parent who loves talking to your kids. If you're pregnant and haven't given birth yet, you probably talk to the child in your belly and listen to music while running errands every couple of days. Your aim doing this is to build a caring and open relationship with your child based on a high degree of communication in order to fully comprehend your child. This is one of the healthiest way to raise children. So if this is you, then congratulations. An authoritarian parent is a strict parent or your partner because it's usually only one parent that is authoritarian. But unfortunately, it's not in the sense that you want to encourage your child, but rather in the sense that you want to set rules and you want them to obey them all the time without bending your rules sometimes with this style of um, parenting there isn't much room for debate it's either your way or the highway you may be recalling one of your parents from childhood as you listen to this people also joke that this is an old school parenting punishment is sometimes used to instill the importance of being obedient or compliance in this type of parenting. If you are this type of parent, you don't like being challenged, you don't want to justify yourself, and you give your child very few options. 
having a warm and caring relationship with your child is extremely difficult with this type of parenting such children would most likely be scared of you they may have low self-esteem weak decision-making skills and be timid or anxious around you minor challenges can also be made with some awareness of possible negative effects of this style in order to provide structure respect and rules while remaining approachable wet and caring Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals welcome back my name is Tai Bartolanio and you are listening to the new heart show on education I've been talking about parenting and parental pressure and we've highlighted um, some of the methods that are being used in parenting now I'll move to the permissive style of parenting this type of parents fail to create rules, structure, and they are not organized. After spending an hour with you at your house, your guests live with the impression that the kids are in control. You are involved with your kid, but you don't have much influence over them. You have good intentions, but you often avoid confrontation and compromise with your children. It can begin as early as infancy when your baby is crying and your doctor advises you to let them cry it out for a couple of minutes, but you are unable to do so. I know many parents won't be able to do so. But bribes are your biggest ally. That is, sometimes you might say, okay, if you stop crying, I'll give you snacks. You're more likely to want to be best friends with your kid if you assume that all of the choices and freedom you offer them now will lead to them becoming more imaginative and free-spirited in the future. What you don't want to hear is that a lack of structure and limits is bad for your growing child. Children that lack boundaries are more likely to disobey authority, have difficulty socializing with their peers, and to some other parents, they may seem spoiled. If you are a permissive parent, you need to set limits and trust the process in order to maintain a close and safe relationship with your child while still adhering to laws, consequences, and structure. And the fourth type of parenting style is those that are neglectful. No one wants to be thought of as a bad parent, but there is a reason this parenting style has been around for so long. If you're this type of parent, be rest assured that you are not a horrible person who doesn't care about their kids. There is always room for improvement. To begin with, a neglectful parenting style is defined by a lack of awareness of your child's emotional or physical needs. 
you might be having trouble knowing what is going on in your child's life or you might feel helpless in theirs and your life too. You may be in an abusive relationship or marriage with domestic abuse, constant fights or alcoholism, making it impossible to prioritize your child's need. A regular travel schedule for work, on the other hand, may cause an otherwise good person to be a neglectful parent. If you are unable to attend school meetings or sports activities, or if you are unfamiliar with your child's teachers or peers, you might be missing important aspects of their lives that hinders bonding with them. This lack of involvement is a major barrier to developing trust in your child, which can be detrimental to ease our life in future. I want to assure you that even the busiest or the most stressed parents can develop a healthy relationship with their child with efforts, education, and some meaningful time bonding with them. So I would like to talk about effects of parental pressure. Parental pressure is the excess drive that parents put on their children to achieve a particular goal. Kids who feel that they are under enormous pressure to do well from parents and adults can have experienced consequences in multiple areas of their life, from their mental health to their sleep. So I'll be highlighting some of the consequences of putting your children under too much pressure to perform. One, there, is, there might be an increased rate of mental illness. Children who feel like they are under constant pressure can experience constant anxiety. High amounts of stress can also place children at a greater risk of developing depression or other mental health conditions. Risk of injuries. Take for instance, your child is an athlete, but if such athletes feel a lot of pressure might continue to participate in sports despite having injuries. Ignoring pain or returning to a sport before an injury has healed could lead to permanent damage. Also, there might be increased likelihood of cheating. When the focus is on achievement rather than learning, children are most likely to cheat whether it's a young child catching um, a look of a classmate's answer on the test, or a college student paying someone to write a term paper, cheating is common among children who feel pressured to perform well. And then some children may refuse to participate totally. When children feel the goal is to always be the best, they are not likely to participate when they are not likely to shine. A child who isn't the fastest runner might quit playing soccer, and a child who isn't the best singer in the group might stop performing with the band. Unfortunately, that means children won't take opportunities to sharpen their skills. Then self-esteem problem might set in. Pushing children to excel can damage their self-esteem. The constant stress to perform interferes with children's identity formation and causes them to feel like 
they are not good enough or even that they will never be good enough and lastly sleep deprivation kids who feel constant pressure to do well in school might stay up late studying and struggle to get enough sleep this podcast is brought to you by silicon valley high school the world's fastest growing video-based self-paced teacher-supported fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Thank you and welcome back to the new high show on education. My name is Tai Bartolania and I've been talking about parenting and parental pressure. We've talked about the effect of putting much pressure on your children as a parent. So what are some tips for to achieve a good and proper parenting? There are some things that you can do as a parent to help your child without placing much pressure on them. One, you need to dedicate time towards your children. It's not always easy for parents and children to sit down for a family meal, let alone spending quality time together as some parents have to work uh, numerous shifts to make hands meet and make the life of their children better. However, there is certainly nothing that children will enjoy more than your company and your time for them. You can get up 10 minutes earlier in the morning to eat breakfast with your kids before setting out or leave the ditches in the sink after dinner and go for a walk. When children do not receive their attention, the watch from their parents, they sometimes act out or misbehave in order to be heard. Talk to your child about the sports, um, the assignments or the performance they are working on in school or in their community. Set aside your feelings to make room for your child to express their feelings too. Giving your child the space to be seen and heard will encourage them rather than make them feel they have disappointed you. Two, be a good role model. By watching their parents, young children will learn a lot about how to behave. The younger they are, the more they can pick up on your cues. Consider this before you lash out or lose your temper in front of your kids. You need to ask yourself, is this how you, I want my child to act when he or she is angry? Also, be mindful that your children are always watching you. Children who strike have a role model for violence at home, according to some studies. Demonstrate your unconditional love. You have the responsibility of correcting and directing your children as a parent. However, how you provide corrective advice makes a huge difference in how a child responds to it. When confronting your child, avoid accusing, criticizing, or finding fault, as these actions can lower self-esteem and lead to resentment Instead, even when you are disciplining your children, 
aim to cultivate and inspire them. Make sure they understand that while you hope for and expect more the next time, your love will always be there for them. Encourage your child to do their best. Focus on the process rather than the end result. If you find yourself placing too much pressure on your child, ask yourself why their performance, their score, or success matters to you. Faith Stability It has been found that being part of an organized faith can offer community and emotional stability to a family. It also helps the members support one another in different times and give the parents guidance about their marriage and parental responsibility. Faith can help guide a family about the values and behaviors that are being considered good or bad for such faith. The role of faith in your family is a deeply personal choice. Parents need to make an informed decision about whether and how to incorporate faith into their home life, but ultimately, your parenting instinct will guide your choice and will protect your family bond. And here is where I'll be stopping for today's show. You can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org. Be sure to check out our previous radio shows and join me every Friday at radio.newheighteducation.org as I discuss yet another issue youth are facing. Remember, a troubled youth is a troubled adult. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Curiosity Stream. Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.